It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Cindy Liming, your host of your Daily Dose of Awesome. On this show, I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. So I hope you guys are having a great week. I am exhausted. <laughs> I've, I've been back to school and um, the students haven't been back yet, but we've, um, the teachers have had to go back, and I am exhausted. And that's without the kids being there, so I can't even imagine what it's going to be like when they get there. But anyway, so this week I went back to school, and the kids arrive in, I think, two days um, as I record this. But the teachers need to go in extra early this year. And I'm not really looking forward to actually getting up early. And honestly, out of all the things I could be stressed about, the thing that is stressing me out the most is uh, not getting to fit in my morning routine. I take care of my me time as soon as I get up. And during the shutdown in summer, I've been getting up around 7 or 8 a.m., This week, I got up around 6.15 a.m. as I'm trying to get myself ready for our new routine. And if your kids aren't back to school yet, they probably will be soon, whether they're online or in person. Um, You will definitely want to start getting them up a little bit earlier. So I've been doing that with myself as well. And one thing I've been doing that's kind of new is that I've been walking a brisk mile first thing in the morning, and it has really, really been great for my mental health. In fact, I also lost four pounds in one week by starting this new habit. The only problem is, is that when school actually starts, 6.15 a.m. isn't really early enough if I'm going to have my entire morning routine. So I'm a little stressed on how I'm going to make all of this work. I think mornings are the best time for self-care. If I don't take care of myself first thing in the morning, I won't do it at all. And I've noticed that ever since I've started taking time for myself, I'm way more productive during the day. I'm also a better mom, wife, and teacher when I take care of myself first. I'm really not sure why that is. But um, it definitely works for me because, um, like I said, if I don't take care of me 
I'm not good for anyone, so I got to get that out of the way first. But if you don't do it already, make sure you take some time to spend on yourself each day. You certainly deserve it. In addition to me transitioning to my mom, my school mom slash wife role, I dropped my son off to college this week. And if you're a parent of a college student, oh my goodness, it is really heartbreaking. (laughs) The first day I dropped him off, I was kind of like, I was randomly crying, like postpartum depression. (laughs) And I do know what postpartum depression is because I know what that's like because I suffered from it when all three of my kids were born. It was kind of like that. Um, Although... I felt like I had more control over my tears with postpartum depression. It was really bad. Um, And the day that I dropped him off, I had to go back to work, which I thought would be good for me. And it was, in a sense. Um, But then I would just randomly cry, like, in front of people. And, I mean, I'm a really hard worker when I'm at work. So I would just keep going about my business. But I'd be crying. (laughs) So I absolutely could not control the tears. And I also have plenty to do at home. So I tried to stay super busy thinking that maybe the crying would stop once I got home. But, you know, it was much worse there, of course. Sending a child away to school is like grieving for someone who's alive. Now, my son, he's not far away. And I already know I'm going to see him on occasion. And... um I just think that time just goes by so quickly. I'm not even really worried about him. I mean, those who know my son know that he's a great kid. He's super kind and compassionate and easy to talk to. So I know he's going to make a lot of friends. And he's so excited to start college. And honestly, I'm very excited for him and super proud of him. So why was I randomly crying? That's a good question. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't been randomly crying as much. Um, I think I'm purposefully keeping myself super busy, and I've been able to be around my husband and my friends. Um, so that's been really helpful. But um, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I could randomly cry right now. <laughs> so I'm going to try really hard to get it together. But, but I don't know why I'm randomly crying, because everything is really good. And... Um, but if you happen to know the answer to this, you know, if you please reach out to me in the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash YDDOA. I could really use the support right now. And my family and friends have been great during this major life transition, and I am so thankful. Anyway, that's my week so far. Two major transitions. And what I want to talk about today is shifting your mindset by creating the let's see what happens mindset and it has helped me um, especially since I've had so much change in my life right now Um, it could easily be crumbling with all that's going on I mean I sent a kid off to school I've got two kids going into school in person during a pandemic I'm I'm a teacher who's going to be teaching in person and online during a pandemic I mean You know, when you think of all those things, it it can be crumbling. So I've had to change my mindset, and I'm going to share that with you. 
I think this mindset can apply to a lot of transitions that we are all facing right now. Um, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to apply this mindset to something that is going on in your life. So like in a situation where you have to send your child off to school, whether it's to college or in-person school, even online, I think one needs to have that let's see what happens mindset, especially right now. And here's why. I mean, think about it. Living through this pandemic right now has challenged us to figure out new ways to navigate through our day-to-day lives. And I could easily constantly talk about the pandemic and how the kids could get it and how we're going to end up shutting down anyway, maybe, but really none of that is helpful. And I've had to talk through some things in my head as I'm about to embark on this new realm of teaching in person and online school in two days as I record this. (laughs) So I'm going to share with you a little bit of the self-talk that was going through my head. So maybe you can relate to this. So here's what's been going, here was what was going on until I decided, you know what, I'm going to change my mindset. But here's what's been going on in my head. Things like this. What if a student gets it? When I ask myself this question, I feel like there's two paths that my mind could go down. I could either start, I could start panicking, like, I don't even want to say it out loud, but if I'm going to be transparent right now, um, my thoughts go crazy just like this. Okay, so like if a kid gets it, I'll I'll probably get it. My whole class will get it. We'll all have to quarantine probably with no symptoms. And for me, this would be my second time of quarantining without symptoms because my daughter had COVID. And so we all had to quarantine because we were exposed to her. And neither one of us had symptoms. We both felt fine, but we could not see anyone or go anywhere. And I really don't want to do that again. If I get it, my parents could get it. And they are in the at-risk category. And oh my gosh, what would I do without my parents? And what if a child actually does get sick with serious symptoms? And what if we have to shut down again? And, you know, I just want to make a little side note here to my own thoughts, though. I just want you to know that shutting down in-person school would be absolutely devastating to me. Now, I know some people don't agree with us going back into school, and that's okay. But I just feel like I really need to stop right here and give a shout out to not just the teachers, but the administrators and all the other people who are working behind the scenes to make this happen. And we really do have to have that let's see what happens mindset. I mean, I can assure you that in all of my 23 23 years of teaching, I've never had to spend this much time getting ready for school. And I really feel for our administrators right now, I mean, they've had to make many major decisions. And, And whether you agree or not, you know, think about it. I mean, I definitely wouldn't want to be an administrator right now. I would not want to be a leader right now. I mean, I would not want to have to make all of these decisions. And they've had to make some tough decisions. And... I just have to give a shout out to them because this hasn't been easy for any of us, especially our administrators. And I think that anyone who is involved with the education system has to have the mindset of let's see what happens. (laughs) We just have to instead of worrying about it so much. I mean, you know, if you want a little snapshot of what behind the scenes looks like this right now for teachers who are going back into the school, I mean, 
for you know the teachers that are going back into the school building I know many teachers are going to be teaching online but for those of us who are going back into the building there's so many irons in the fire I mean we there's so much we have to think about I mean I had to get rid of most of the furniture in my classroom so we could social distance and I've had to strategically um, get info on where best to place the kids I don't even know them but we've got to figure out a, a seating chart that won't change for weeks in case somebody does get the virus and um, you know by not changing the seating chart we can contact trace better and everything I used to teach I've had to convert into digital format because I'll have kids in school and online and I'm doing this so that I can immediately switch to remote learning should that day come and our schedules are changing and rosters are changing literally by the minute I mean we hired a couple new teachers just like two days ago <laughs> and I'm creating supply containers for clean pencils and for dirty pencils that need to be cleaned since they were found on the floor I mean and these are just a few details but there's just so many details so many things that we're thinking through to keep everybody safe um, that I personally would be crushed if it all fails I mean agree with us or not you know, with us going back into the school building, I mean, there's a lot of work that has gone behind this, and I definitely hope that it doesn't fail. But that's where my rant usually ends, because see, the word fail bothers me. If we have to switch to remote learning, that's not a failure. It simply means that we learned something. I never fail, and I never lose. I always learn. So that's the rant that normally plays out in my mind. And there's so much more. Isn't that great? <laughs> and normally, once I figure out where my mind is headed, I have to switch gears. And I'm getting better and better at catching myself before I go into a full-blown panic. And that is where I switch to my let's see what happens mindset. So once I get my mind under control, I switch to my let's see what happens self-talk session and this is what it sounds like in my mind. So here's my let's see what happens dialogue in my head. What if no one gets COVID? Or if what if one child gets it and has no symptoms? Only a few will have to quarantine. Most children don't get it or don't have symptoms, so the science says. Oh, but wait. <laughs> They did just say on the news that over 97,000 kids had the coronavirus when randomly tested across the country. What about that? Well, my mind tells me that, remember, we are under a mask mandate and all summer activities have been canceled and anywhere where kids could possibly have fun has been closed and 97,000 kids still got it. So that probably means that no matter what we do, they're going to get it. Well, then they're going to bring it home and spread it, especially if they go to school, right? Well, my mind kicks in and says, well, think about this. It, it doesn't matter if they go into the school or not. They haven't been in school for five months and 97,000 kids across the country still tested positive a few weeks ago. According to the most recent data, and without school even starting, and with the mask wearing, and the social distancing, and the canceling of all things fun, kids are still getting it. So what does this tell me? 
No matter what we do, kids are getting it. And the only difference now is that we have the data on it. We know that. And they've had it all along with, thankfully, minimal to no symptoms for most healthy children. So we might as well go back to school and see what happens. So that's how my let's see what happens self-talk sounds like when I'm thinking about school. And I've had the let's see, I've had to have the let's see what happens mindset in other situations too. And I like it because this mindset can get you off the hook. See, when I started this podcast, I would easily be able to talk myself out of starting it. And I would think to myself, well, what if no one listens or what if no one likes it? What makes me credible? My voice is awful. And the list goes on and on. One day, while I was having this battle with myself in my mind, I heard another podcast host talk about this let's see what happens mindset. And basically what he or she said, it was so long ago, I don't even remember what podcast it was, but just think to yourself or start telling people that you're going to start a podcast or a business or whatever it may be. You're going to start whatever just to see what happens. There's no way to fail if you're just playing around just to see what happens. Lots of, lots have happened since I started this podcast. I mean, I have a producer now. I learned loads of new skills that I didn't know before. And I'm learning about business and marketing and launching products. I've learned how to be confident. I've made money. I've met some super cool people. Mostly, I hope, which was the whole point of this podcast, um, for the most part, was that I helped a lot of people. And, you know, originally I thought that maybe only my close friends and family would listen, but as it turns out, more people listen that I actually haven't met than my own family. And I guess that would probably be because I'm around my family and they probably don't want to hear me any more than they have to. But all of this and so much more happened because I switched my mind from what if I stink at this or what if I fail to... Let's just see what happens. And you know what? So many awesome things have happened. Another kind of funny thing where I use this mindset is with um, this poncho that I'm creating currently. I'm not sure if I told you, but crocheting is meditative for me. And I'm very addicted to it. And I'm full of joy every time I do it. I tell my husband that crocheting is like my cigarette. Now, I've never smoked before, but I'm assuming that this is what it's like. I've had friends who complete a task and then they take a smoke break. I do the same thing, but I take a crochet break, which sometimes turns into a four-hour break. Anyway, I have this huge box of leftover yarn. Often when someone finishes a project, there's just a little bit of yarn left. Not enough to start something new, but not enough that you want to throw it away either. And after looking at Pinterest, I decided to crochet a poncho using the leftover yarn. Now I have all colors. And normally when I make something, I purchase matching colors and usually just two colors at most. I have every color under the sun in my leftover yarn boxes. So I just shrugged my shoulder and said, well, let's see what happens. <laughs> It's kind of like a game I play with myself. I go to my box, I close my eyes, I choose a ball of yarn. And whether I, it matches or not, I use it. My husband thinks it's too crazy, but I, on the other hand, absolutely adore the thing. I call it a representation of my mind. It is a poncho of chance, if you will, created by the let's see what happens mindset. 
And when I finish it, I surely will post it in the Facebook group. It is something to see. I'm not sure who's going to wear it, but <laughs> I just figure that if no one wears it, I'll, I'll sew the place where you put your head through it shut and it'll become a blanket, I guess. But, but as far as ponchos, it's pretty interesting. You'll have to see it. But I like the let's see what happens mindset because there's really no expectation at all. Say the podcast didn't turn out the way I thought it would. Well, I was just seeing what would happen anyway. See, I'm off the hook. No pressure. So far, the podcast is more than I've ever imagined it would be. And there is so much more to come. You just wait and see. And I'm super excited to share with you all of my ideas. But just one thing at a time. But there's definitely some things I've got up my sleeve for you guys. It's coming up very, very soon. Or the poncho. It's a crazy little thing. But... I was just seeing what would happen. And you know what? Now I know. Now I've created this hilarious thing that has become the talking piece at small gatherings. Now, this mindset obviously won't work in every situation, but if we don't use it, then nothing will happen. And how awful would that be? Think about it. If we don't see what will happen with school opening, whether online or in person, then what do we have? No school. Don't go down that rabbit hole for too long because no education will lead us into a disaster that I don't even want to think about. But like say you want to jump off a high building just to see what happens. Yeah, that's not going to work. So I think we all know what happens. So it doesn't work in every situation. But when you're trying something new or something that makes you feel a little anxious, such as the start of school during a pandemic, or you want to start a business, or you have this really great idea that you want to try, just do it just to see what happens. And in my own life so far, every time I've applied this, I go forward, I do the thing, and I'm usually pretty happy with what happens. So, I mean, sure, there's bumps in the road, but, you know, the things that have happened that are great outweigh the things that are not so great. So we have to try things and we need to learn from it and then repeat it and then apply what we've learned and if you're just seeing what happens then you really can't feel so that's my episode and thank you so much for listening I hope this was helpful to you please feel free to share it with someone and I would love to connect more with you so please once again join my Facebook group at www.facebook.com groups slash YDDOA. You can also find me on Instagram at YourDDOfAwesome and on Twitter at Cindy Liming. And be sure to check out my website at YDDOA.com where you'll find all the deals, resources, and episodes of Your Daily Dose of Awesome. Thanks again for listening. I'm Cindy Liming and get on out there, try something new, and see what happens.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 